Hello there, and welcome back to another episode of the Belonging Brant Podcast. This month, we have an episode that I hope will not only remind you of the whimsies of childhood, but also get you thinking about what you love most about your neighborhood. We have many special guests from the community who have come together to do a group reading of a children's book that focuses on all the amazing things that exist in neighborhoods, with the most important of all being the people who reside within them. Introducing the book is Marcia Pereira, the co-founder and creative director of Metronome Arts, which is a local organization dedicated to developing and enriching community art experiences for all ages. I encourage you to check out Metronome Arts' Facebook page, and while you're over there, don't forget to give us a follow at our Belonging Brant Facebook page as well, as that is how Marcia discovered the opportunity to be on today's podcast. Without further ado, I will let Marcia introduce the book. Hello everyone, today we are doing a reading of Franklin's Neighborhood by Paulette Bourgeois and Brenda Clark. I hope you were able to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thank you for listening. Franklin could count to 10 and back again and say the alphabet without stopping. He liked drawing pictures and he loved show and tell. So when Mr. Owl assigned the first project of the year, Franklin was ready. We live in a neighborhood, explained Mr. Owl, and our neighborhood is made up of houses and stores and gardens, said Snail, and a hospital, added Badger. Exactly, said Mr. Owl. Now, for tomorrow, I want each of you to draw a picture of what you like best about our neighborhood. What do you like best, asked Franklin. Mr. Owl thought for a moment. The school, he replied. Everyone laughed. When Franklin got home, he hurried to his room. Do you want a snack? asked his mother. No, thanks, said Franklin. I have a project to do. Franklin took out his crayons and some paper. Then he sat down to think. He thought about the ice cream store, then the bicycle trail, and then the soccer field. Franklin sighed. Choosing the best thing about his neighborhood was not going to be easy. Franklin went to find his mother. Could I have that snack now, please, he asked. I think my brain is hungry. But after three fly cookies and two glasses of milk, Franklin still hadn't decided what he liked best. Why don't you go for a walk around the neighborhood, suggested his mother. That might help, said Franklin. He got his paper and crayons and off he went. Franklin met Beaver in the meadow. I finished my project, Beaver announced. I picked the library and I went there right after school to draw my picture. Franklin thought about story time with Mrs. Goose, the librarian. That's a good idea, Franklin said. Maybe that's what I'll draw. He waved goodbye and headed for the library. Franklin was sitting on the library steps when the fox came by. Have you finished your project? Asked Fox. Franklin shook his head. I was going to draw the library, but on the way here, I saw the movie theater. I can't make up my mind. I chose the fire station, said Fox. Franklin remembered the time Chief Wolf let him sit in the fire truck. That's a good idea, Franklin said. Maybe that's what I'll draw. He collected his paper and crayons and set off. Franklin was outside the fire station when he saw Moose. Have you finished your project? asked Moose. No, Franklin sighed. I was going to draw the fire station, but on the way here I saw other places I liked just as much. I like the pond best of all, said Moose. Franklin thought about swimming and skating with his friends. That's a good idea, Franklin answered. Maybe that's what I'll draw. He said goodbye and headed for the pond. 
Franklin was staring at the water when Bear came along. What's the matter? asked Bear. I can't decide what to draw for my project, said Franklin. I like too many things. My best place is the berry patch, said Bear. Franklin thought about it all the times he, he and Bear had picked berries together. See, said Franklin, another great idea. What about the park, Bear suggested. Franklin thought about playing with his friends on the swing and slide. That's it, declared Franklin. He said goodbye to Barry and hurried off. Franklin's mother found him sitting alone on the teeter-totter. Did the walk help, she asked. Oh, not really, replied Franklin. There are so many great things in our neighborhood. Franklin's mother gave him a hug. Let's go home and talk, she said. I made your favorite supper. Franklin just grinned. At least I know what that is. Franklin felt a bit better after broccoli soup and fly pie. I'm ready to think again, he said. Then he asked his parents what they liked best about the neighborhood. I like the farmer's market on Saturday morning, said his mother. Franklin smiled. He loved Farmer Rabbit's sweet peas and Farmer Squirrel's fly brownies. And I like belonging to my chess club, said his father. Franklin agreed. He liked belonging to the chess club too. Then Franklin remembered something. Is it true that Mr. Heron is moving, he asked. Mr. Heron was the president of the chess club. Yes, it is true, replied Franklin's father. I'm going to miss him very much. This neighborhood won't be the same without him. Franklin nodded. He was going to miss Mr. Heron too. Suddenly Franklin knew what he wanted to draw. I know what I like best, he said. Franklin ran to his room and started working. At school the next day, Everyone was excited. It was time to see the projects. Raccoon went first. I drew the river, he said. I drew the forest, said Hawk. Finally, it was Franklin's turn. He unrolled a huge sheet of paper. It was covered with drawings of almost everyone that Franklin knew. I don't get it, said Beaver. Franklin smiled. I drew my neighbors, he said. That's what I like best about my neighborhood. Wow. Hearing Franklin's story about all the amazing things that exist in his neighborhood has me wondering. What do our guest readers love about their neighborhoods? To find out, I asked them the simple question. What about your neighborhood makes you feel a childlike sense of wonder? And I got some amazing responses that I will share with you right here. In order of reading appearance, our first response comes from Sherry Lickers from NEPAM, an organization that provides skills development and training for urban Indigenous youth. Here is her response. I think just seeing the kids in the area, like playing road hockey, playing basketball, when I'm walking through the neighborhood. From the same organization is Bernadette ogrady Bomberry. Let's listen in to what she had to say. Well, my neighborhood has trees, lots and lots of trees. We have pine trees, maple trees, hickory nut trees. They're all so beautiful and they give us fresh, clean air to breathe. I love trees. While Bernadette is passionate about the trees in her neighborhood, Lauren Burroughs from Laurier Brantford's Center for Student Diversity, Equity and Inclusion loves the flowers. Here is her response. In my neighborhood, there are a few areas where there are just random sunflowers that are growing. And I think that that's really beautiful and cool um, how seeds spread and create beauty in all sorts of uh, different spaces. 
From the Brantford Public Library, Laura Varag provides a whimsical answer that focuses on the swings in the park by her home. Uh, it's funny, I live down the street from a park, and as a child, I used to love the swings. There was something about being on a swing that brought so much excitement and joy and anticipation. And uh, I just, I love, still as an adult, I love to go to the swings. I love hearing kids on the swings. I love putting my own kids on the swings, you know, pushing me to go higher, higher, or even when you're like twisting yourself around, there's just something that's exhilarating and exciting and like a sense of freedom that you get when you're on a set of swings. Like Laura, Lucy Marco, a great-grandmother and president of the Grand River Council on Aging, also chose to talk about the wonders of the local park. Here is her response. Well, as a great-grandmother, I say it would probably be the neighborhood park because for my grand great-granddaughter, who is four, it is a place of wonder. And my another great-granddaughter, who is one, is just being introduced to it. So my uh, sense of wonder is through their eyes today. Similarly to both Laura and Lucy, Cheryl Smith from Brantford's Early On Child and Family Center discusses her love for local parks and green spaces. I would think that it's the parks and the green space because it allows me to wander and find all of nature's wonderful um, treasures. Brian Hutchings, the Chief Administrative Officer for the City of Brantford, gave an answer that also touched on the childlike joy that being in the local parks can bring. I love going to the park, especially this time of year, the fall with the leaves changing, brings back so many memories as a child and just playing, just making up games, imaginary games and playing with friends and running in the park and just enjoying that brings back so many childhood memories and pleasure is really just going to the park with the leaves turning is just magical to me. While changing leaves are indeed a magical sight to be seen, the seasonal decorations that pop up in neighborhoods around this time of year are quite magical as well. Laura Almeida, the Community Development Coordinator for the City of Brantford, discusses this in her response. I think it would have to be uh, holiday decorations, especially like Halloween and Christmas. They just make the neighborhood look so pretty and so inviting, and it's always a lot of fun. While holiday decorations spark joy for Laura, art and the stories it can tell bring joy to our next guest, Jason White, who, with the help of our Belonging Brant project, was able to start a community group called the Nomadic Walkers. Here is his response. For me, as an artist, I think uh, the two big murals downtown, there's one just on the other side, across the street on that side of the building, which tells a really beautiful story. Um, and then, so that one there, and then the one up the street here next to the library, which is made out of, I think, copper or tin, but some type of, Aluminum, I believe it is. It's an aluminum project, but it's all painted, and that also has a lot of storytelling in it. And I think that coming here, when I moved here, the first mural got done shortly after I moved here, and then I moved away, and then I came back, and then the mural on the library was done up. So uh, childhood wonder for me would be walking around downtown and seeing those murals and 
just knowing that it's possible to get people together in the community to um, put something like that on the side of the wall and, and tell stories and beautify our, our environment is it keeps a bit of a childhoodness in me you know a bit of that freedom of being a kid barb walsworth who is chair of the Shellard neighborhood association shows her love for her neighborhood and the parks and trails that lie within it in her response i love the neighborhood i've been living in um, there are wonderful parks in the area that the kids can go to and parents can wander around we're right beside all of the trails we've got oodles of trails beside us and the families use them I'm, I look out my back door and I can see them on the trails on their bikes or walking and and it, it's great there's lots of little trails that because it's a new development there's lots of trails that have been put in around the water catchment ponds with gardens beside them and natural settings so it, it it's just a wonderful place to be in for families to grow up in and that, that's what I grew up with and I just love it Neighborhoods are full of homes, not just for people, but for little critters as well. The small animals that reside in our neighborhoods is Brianna Leader's favorite thing about where she lives. Brianna, who goes by the nickname BL, is an amazing young person from Brantford who runs a little free pantry and library on her front yard on Sheridan Street. Here is her response. I love watching the birds fly by and the squirrels go up and down the trees. Karen Bulmer, a social worker from Brant Child and Family Services, also mentions the little animals that run along our local trail systems in her response. Let's listen in. I think what I would have to say is our trail system here in Brantford. Being able to just wander along, watching the way the sun shines through those leaves, and whether it creates shadows or pockets of light, um, what animals you might come across. Um, so just wandering along to see what you uh, can discover that it can be different every time you walk. There surely is a lot to discover in our neighborhoods. Our next guest is Debbie Cavers, who is the executive director at Community Living Brant. She shares the joy she feels when watching the neighborhood kids make little discoveries on the land. Here is her response. I currently live in a little rural community and uh, made up of some houses and a, a really small community of folks and families. And after growing up in the country on a dairy farm, um, what really gives me a sense of this childlike wonder or a sense of wonder in my neighborhood is I love watching our neighborhood kids play in the local pond and the creek that we have, you know, catching frogs and turtles and finding all kinds of cool things in the spring and summer. Um, and then they turn to making tree forts um, out in the local little forest that we have, decorating it with their treasures that they've found from their homes and with woods that, wood that they found in the forest. So I think that's what gives me my most sense of childlike wonder. Nature is something that I truly believe has the power to make us all feel a childlike sense of wonder. Sharing in this belief is Kendra Waterworth, lead pastor at Generations Church here in Brantford. She loves the nature trails that we all have access to and expresses this in her response. Um, I'd have to say that it's really the nature that we have, the Grand River and um, the trail, um, just to see all the, the animals that it brings and um, 
and the trees to climb and the, you know, when they fall down or whatever and, and kind of checking it out and, and watching the water flow by when you cross a bridge. At the end of the amazing book we just read, Franklin comes to the conclusion that despite all the great things in his neighborhood, what he likes most is the people. Linda Hunt, an award-winning accessibility consultant, speaker, and author, gave an answer much like Franklin's in her response, as she also values the people who make change in neighborhoods. Here is what she had to say. When I thought about the question, I think that what I, what gives me a childlike sense of wonder is to see wonderful things happening when volunteers come together in, in the neighborhood. So, um... Last, but certainly not least, is John Gafusha, Vice President of the Eagle Place Community Association and leader of the Jane's Walks that happen here in Brantford. John gave a great answer that shows the love he has for his neighborhood in Eagle Place. Let's listen in to our final guest. Well, first, I, I don't get childlike senses of wonder anymore because I'm almost 70. But what never fails to amaze me is the spirit and the sense of neighborhood in, our, in, in Eagle Place. Uh, you see a lot of people who grew up here uh, choose to remain here and raise their families. Uh, Eagle Place, I think, has been uh, maligned over the years uh, in ways that haven't been fair. And I, I believe most people in Eagle Place are proud to live here and uh, see that we have a lot of good things here in Eagle Place. Um, we, uh, a lot, we have unique features, like we're close to the river. We're right on the trail system. Uh, we have a rich history. It's one of those, one of Brantford's old working class neighborhoods. It's got a lot of character and everyone knows neighbors. And to me, I've been here since 1963 and I, I don't think there's anywhere else in Brantford that I'd rather live. And I think Eagle Place has a lot of potential going forward with all the development that's happening, not just in Brantford, but everywhere. So uh, I, uh, I just, I can't say enough about Eagle Place. I, I as you uh, mentioned, I do lead the Eagle Place historical walk, uh, Jane's Walk, and I'm always happy to do that. And uh, it's incredible when people who have moved to Eagle Place in the, in recently and come on the walk and you start talking about the history and they're a lot of them are, you got to be kidding me. Like this actually went on here. And it, so I can't say enough about the neighborhood. That final interview marks the end of this episode of the Belonging Brant podcast. I extend my deepest gratitude to all 17 of our guests who took the time out of their busy schedules to meet with me. This episode could not have happened without you. To our listeners, thank you for making it this far. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and will return back for more local, community-focused content. If you would like to be featured on the podcast, have an idea for an episode, or just want to say hi and tell me what you thought of this episode, please send an email to me, Megan Salisbury. My email is belongingbrant at clbrant.com. I would love to hear from you. Also, if you have the chance, I do recommend stopping by our Belonging Brant Facebook page and answering the question on our most recent post, asking you what you like best about your neighborhood. I would love the opportunity to read your response. To end this episode, I will leave you with a quote from Helen Keller, who said, Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. Thank you again for listening.